us. We don't need your sanctions after the bombardment will happen and after our country will be fired at or after we will have no borders or after we will have no economy or parts of our countries will be occupied. Why would we need those sanctions then? That's President Zelensky of Ukraine looking the United States in the eye and saying, what in the world are you talking about with this constant talk about sanctions? We're not going to have a country when Russia invades. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Great to be with you. Uh, in the meantime, they were doing nuclear drills in Russia. That's what took place over uh, the weekend. We also have the reporting. I, I got this sent to me, and I'm, I literally said out loud, um, don't you don't you know um, that we, uh, we've been talking about Russia in Belarus for a month now? The Washington Post put out a story. And the story uh, says Putin may go to war to capture Ukraine. With Belarus, he did it without firing a shot. We, we know this. We know that Belarus acts in many ways as a puppet uh, for, for Russia. And, and you might want to look at a map and so get an idea of where these places are and what it is uh, that, that, we're, that we're dealing with. When you take a look at where Belarus is on a map, Belarus is just north of Ukraine, they share a border. And Belarus also uh, borders with Russia. So what a beautiful and wonderful and easy launching pad for Moscow. Now, you can say to me, Tony, Russia borders with Ukraine also. Oh, it's absolutely true. But if you want proximity to Kiev, the capital of Ukraine... Belarus is much better for you because you could just like you could like take like a like a pontoon boat, like you're like you're cruising on Geist and just head on down the river. Boom, you're in Kiev. You know, fifty thousand, hundred thousand troops, whatevs. You got one hundred fifty thousand troops marching from the south. Next thing you know, you just come from the north. Hi, and then you got the country. But somehow, the Washington Post is surprised that. In, 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 in Belarus, the connection is beyond tight, super tight. You go back to understanding how Russia helped the Belarus president, Lukashenko. That's his name, L-U-K-A-S-H-E-N-K-O. Helped him keep power. It wasn't about helping him keep power. It was about having a puppet in the area, in the region. So you have friendly nations to Russia's cause. You have nuclear drills, because uh, of course they're nuclear drills. They're missile drills, they're nuclear drills. Of course it is. When you're talking about launching uh, missiles that have the, the possibility of multiple nuclear warheads on them, you realize that it's a, it's a military, it, it, it's a nuclear drill. The fact that there was no nuclear weapon on these missiles, that's, that doesn't matter. That is absolutely inconsequential. So things are getting not better, but more and more perilous. And Anthony Blinken was asked, he's the Secretary of State, was asked by CNN, what indeed are you waiting for as uh, the Ukrainian President Zelensky is asking? 
And he called on you, at the very least, to make a, a list of specific sanctions public. What's your response? Well, we've been in very close contact with President Zelensky and all, his entire team. The vice president in Munich met with him. Uh, they had a very uh, good meeting in which the vice president reiterated all the support uh, that we've been building for Ukraine over many months, including in the last year alone, uh, more support uh, for defensive uh, lethal military equipment uh, in, in that one year than in any previous year. Economic support. I uh, announced a loan guarantee for Ukraine of a billion dollars just uh, just a week ago. And we have rallied others uh, to do the same thing. When it comes to sanctions, uh, we have built uh, with uh, European partners and allies a massive package of, uh, of, of sanctions. The G7 countries in Munich came together reiterated that there would be massive consequences for Russia if it pursues this aggression. The purpose of the sanctions in the first instance is to try to deter Russia from going to war. As soon as you trigger them, that deterrent is gone. And until um, uh, the last minute, uh, as long as we can try to bring uh, a deterrent effect to this, uh, we're going to try to do that. As to laying out in detail what the sanctions will be, two things. First, Russia generally has a pretty good idea uh, of what we're going to do, but we don't want to lay out the specifics in advance because that would allow Russia to uh, try to plan against them. There is a point to the idea that you don't lay out all your cards. You just don't. It's, 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 it's a foolhardy thing to do. You, uh, you keep that stuff close to the vest. But as to the argument of what are you waiting for, which is a fine argument, there, there must be an, an understanding at this stage of the game that... The, the Ukrainians get that Biden doesn't have it together and that this administration doesn't have it together. What they're asking for is proof that they have a friend. And they don't have that. They don't have that proof because the administration is not giving them that proof. And if you want to question whether or not I'm right or wrong... Remember that this is the administration that sent Kamala Harris to negotiate in Russia. <laughs> and she is already failing miserably. Because while you have Joe Biden saying, ah, there's no question. There's no question that the, that the Russians have already made up their minds, which I don't know why he would say such a thing. What do you win there by saying that? The Russians have made up their mind. They're absolutely going to invade. And while that's being said, you have Kamala Harris. In, is, is she's at the Munich summit, I believe it is. And the Russians didn't show because why would the Russians show? You have, uh, you have her saying, well, I think the sanctions, strong sanctions, could deter... Vladimir Putin. So now she's undercutting President Biden. If you're the Ukrainian president or the Ukrainian people, what do you believe? Do you believe Biden, who you don't necessarily trust, is all the way there with what he's saying? Or do you trust Kamala Harris, who just contradicted the president of the United States? Very... And also Harris is one of the other people saying he's made up his mind on invading Ukraine. So how could you say that the sanctions would deter they have no experience. They have no life experience. They have no ability to engage in strength. They don't know what it is. But they sure do know how to call you a racist. On that, they are pros.